The COVID-19 pandemic has shaken our economies and societies to the core and shown us how vulnerable we are to biological threats. In the digital world, similar risks are being overlooked right now. A cyber attack with COVID-like characteristics would spread faster and further than any biological virus. Its reproductive rate would be around 10 times greater than what we've experienced with the coronavirus. To give you an idea, one of the fastest worms in history, the 2003 slammer sapphire worm, doubled in size approximately every 8.5 seconds, infecting over 75,000 devices in 10 minutes and almost 11 million devices in 24 hours. Fortunately, at least until now, cyber attacks have not impacted our health the way pandemics have, but the economic damages and therefore the impact they have had on our daily lives have been equal and sometimes even greater. You see, the only way to stop the exponential propagation of a COVID-like cyber threat is to fully disconnect the millions of vulnerable devices from one another and from the internet. All of this in a matter of days. A single day without the internet would cost our economies more than 50 billion US dollars, and that's before considering the economic and societal damages should these devices be linked to essential services, such as transport or healthcare. As the digital realm increasingly merges with our physical world, the ripple effects of cyber attacks on our safety just keep on expanding at a faster pace than what we're preparing for. COVID-19 was known as an anticipated risk. So is the digital equivalent. Let's be better prepared for that one. The time is now. Welcome back to the Rob Manus Show, folks. It's Whistleblower Wednesday, and the World Economic Forum is going to unplug the Internet. And, of course, our own Department of Justice continues to obstruct justice. We're here on Red Voice Media Network where we bring you the facts and the truth. Uh, The WEF 2023 meeting was hyper-focused on cyber attacks, and just like when they predicted and planned for the man-made COVID pandemic that shut down the world. As you can see in that video, the WEF says the exact thing will happen in two years with cyber attacks impacting the whole world, hospitals, healthcare, jobs, and the world's economy. But of course, they have a plan to stop it and save us serfs, don't they? Well, this all feels eerily familiar, doesn't it? Have we not seen this movie? Have we not seen them create the fear, create the crisis, create the solution? They want to unplug you from the internet by government force if necessary, and that's their solution and the big nugget here. Well, my guest today, my first guest today, has completed an extensive investigation on the WEF's next PSYOP, and he's sounding the alarm to you, the American people. The DOJ is also unequivocally obstructed justice on the Hunter Biden and Joe Biden investigations, and uh, we'll show you what they've been doing. Uh, Well, today's guest is uh, James Grunvig. Uh, He is a TV show host for Unrestricted Truths. It's the number one show on the AMP News Network, as well as the editor-in-chief of AMP Journal and AMP Media's online daily news article site. James is an author of three books and has published hundreds of articles in the Epoch Times, Huffington Post, 
in the Financial Times, uh, a, a foreign direct investment magazine, and among other media outlets. James has been a charter member of AMP Media since its founding in November 2020. And he's here today, hopefully, we're having some technical difficulties getting him on, uh, to blow the whistle on this World Economic Forum plot to create another crisis, except this time it's going to be uh, cyber attacks, and it's going to impact, as I said in my opening, uh, that phrase comes right from his investigation reporting, and that is uh, uh, take down the Internet, uh, unplug all of your devices from the Internet, uh, uh, runs, and it's going to be caused by massive cyber attacks around the world, uh, it's going to affect uh, hospitals. It's going to affect utilities. Uh, you know, if you don't have uh, independent power and water for your home, it's going to impact that. And, of course, the World Economic Forum and all of their info, infinite wisdom has the ability and the plan already in hand to help you. And I'm sure you think that's going to be a help, isn't it, to unplug you from the Internet. Uh, well, uh, they call it polycrisis. Uh, why don't you bring up uh, uh, clip two there while we're waiting for James to come on, and, and we'll let the World Economic Forum explain what to you what a polycrisis is, and this it will sound, again, very familiar. polycrisis? Uh, do you understand what they mean now uh, when we're talking about uh, uh, massive cyber attacks uh, hit the entire globe within two years and, and all devices have to be unplugged from the internet? 
That's what the WEF calls it, a polycrisis. And apparently uh, they feel that they can call, bring anything in and it becomes a polycrisis. You saw the links to, in that video uh, to climate change. Now we have some really whack job climate change policies that are being attempted to be implemented by various world governments and the World Economic Forum supports uh, them also. Their policies like yeah, massive wind policies that kill millions of birds every year uh, and that uh, uh, are even uh, the wind farms out in the ocean uh, that are being uh, surveyed right now are killing whales uh, just out of the blue. So in order to, I guess in order to save the planet, you have to kill all the wildlife. Uh, it's ridiculous uh, what they try to do, but uh, it's all in these nice words and these slick videos uh, and this big forum that comes in every year. Uh, and that's their big word for it, the polycrisis. We have to solve the polycrisis because, you know, when you have cyber attacks, climate change, pandemics, uh, you know, oil spills, uh, nuclear war or just war altogether. It's all one big polycrisis and the World Economic Forum and its highly intelligent members uh, and leadership are here to solve uh, that problem and that subset of problems for us. Well, that's just crap. Well, it looks like we're not going to get our guests today uh, for that. So we'll come back here uh, after the break. And we got a lot to talk about on the Department of Justice uh, and maybe our next guest who is Chad Caton, uh, U.S. Navy veteran uh, and host of I'm Fired Up uh, here on Red Voice Media Network, uh, might have something to say about the WEF's polycrisis and intention to unplug us all from the Internet through the use of uh, various force like government, corporate and those kinds of things just like they did to you during the pandemic, where they said, oh, your small business? Your small business isn't essential. No, it only provides a living for you and your family. Or your dad died? Well, you can't go and have a funeral with more than five people. But when a Mr. Big Politician dies, uh, oh yeah, we can get thousands of people to that one and they don't even have to wear a mask for that. Oh yes, you have to wear a mask even in your car when you're alone. Uh, and yes, we know it doesn't work, but you have to wear it as a symbol of your compliance with our directives. That's what's going on and why we want to talk about this polycrisis concept and the concept of the World Economic Forum's desire to unplug every device from the internet when the big cyber attack pandemic comes. See, I can throw every word at it. Uh, you know, that's, that's what, if you learn how to read, uh, you can do that all day long. Uh, I could sit here and talk for an hour uh, straight and just talk about the World Economic Forum and all its little slick buzzwords and tapes, but we're not gonna do that. Now we've gotta talk about something that's a, actually a closer threat because it's happening right in front of us instead of two years down the road. We're gonna take our first break, pay some bills, and we'll be right back to the Rob Manus Show Live, talking about and blowing the whistle on the Department of Justice. I'll see you in a minute. Do you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS? Have you been threatened with levies or have unfiled returns? The IRS is hiring 87,000 agents to boost IRS collections and they have the power to seize assets, freeze bank accounts, and they can even take your home. 
Tax Network USA can help you today before it's too late. Our CPAs and certified tax experts have proven strategies that work for taxpayers time and time again. These same strategies have saved over $500 million in back taxes, permanently resolving tax debts for good. Stop collections and get relief today before it's too late. It's a crazy world out there, and we're facing more uncertainty than our country has faced in a long time, if ever. And the most important advice that we can give you and your loved ones is be prepared. Most people don't realize they need something until it's too late. Whether it's a natural disaster, a sustained power outage, political upheaval, or God forbid, war. You need to be prepared. Don't put yourself in that situation. Have food and water on hand to provide for you and your loved ones during the worst of times. And then pray you never need it. Thankfully, we have just the solution for you. Heaven's Harvest has everything you need to prepare for the unexpected. You get prepared and you support a pro-America Christian company that shares your values at the same time. Everyone wins. And the best news is you also get discounts on emergency survival foods, heirloom vegetables, seed kits, water filtration and storage kits, and loads of other survival resources, such as guides on how to grow and preserve your foods. So get ahead, be prepared, and survive with a company that shares your values. And we have you covered with great discounts. Go to HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code RVM to save 10%. Again, that's HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code RVM to save 10% on your order. was any other person, they likely would have already served their sentence. Gary Shapley was a lead IRS supervisory agent in Operation Sportsman, the investigation into Hunter Biden. Shapley said he uncovered conduct that warranted more serious charges. There were personal expenses that were taken as business expenses, prostitutes, sex club memberships, hotel rooms for purported drug dealers. How much did Hunter Biden owe in taxes? So from 2014 in 2019, it was $2.2 million. The back taxes were paid off, and last week, the Trump-appointed U.S. attorney in Delaware, David Weiss, reached an agreement with Hunter Biden. The president's son would admit to a firearm charge and plead guilty for his failure to pay taxes. If a judge signs off, the deal means no jail time. Testimony we have just released details a lack of U.S. attorney independence. And Shapley told lawmakers that U.S. attorney Weiss was blocked from bringing stronger charges. But U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland said last week that Weiss was not. I'm saying he was given complete authority to make all decisions on his own. I documented exactly what happened, and it doesn't seem to match what the attorney general or the U.S. attorney are saying today. Shapley provided lawmakers this contemporaneous email he wrote after an October meeting last year. Shapley says Weiss told him the opposite, that Weiss is not the deciding person on whether charges are filed. It was just shocking to me. Shapley, who is still working for the IRS, told us that even before President Biden took office, he was directed to avoid leads involving Hunter's father. There were certain investigative steps that we weren't allowed to take that could have led us to President Biden. 
And you wanted to take them. We needed to take them. And you weren't allowed to take them. That's correct. Welcome back to the Rob Mayda Show on Red Voice Media Network. And we're live on Whistleblower Wednesday, bringing you the facts and the truth. You can make up your own mind about what's really happening instead of being force-fed through government and government media and propaganda uh, what their version of the truth and the facts are. Uh, that's why we do this, especially on Whistleblower Wednesday, man. If you're not pissed off about this IRS whistleblower, Mr. Shapley, uh, and uh, what the story is that he has brought to the public for, you're going to be by the time the rest of this show's over, folks. Uh, uh, my next guest is uh, Chad Caton, U.S. Navy veteran and host of I'm Fired Up right here on the RVM Network. And, uh, uh, we're going to see if we can get him fired up again and get him, get some extra fire on old Chad here uh, as hey, we hey, go Carl. over the next 35 minutes. Chad, welcome to the Rob Mayna Show. Thank you. He seemed doesn't have audio. I'm trying to fix him. Give me one second, sir. Uh, looks like our technical difficulties are continuing. Uh, Chad, are you with me by audio? He can't hear you. I'm still trying to fix it, sir. All right. Uh, well, let me tell you what. This story that Mr. Shapley is telling is only going to get more sticky for the government from here. Uh, and if it, you had confidence in your government this morning still, I don't know how you could, uh, quite honestly. And I'm not talking about the Constitution or the Declaration of Independence, which we're going to celebrate here uh, on July the 4th and, and its creation and adoption and creation of the United States of America. I'm talking about the government that's gone rogue and is no longer fulfilling its purpose. And its purpose is, according to the founders, to protect our liberty in all the ways, national defense, uh, economically, our borders, uh, those kinds of things that were set down in the Constitution are intended for one goal, to protect your liberty and mine as American citizens and citizens of the state where we live. Uh, that's the job of the federal government, period, dot. It's not happening. Gary Shapley has come out and said with verifiable facts that Mr. Weiss, uh, the assistant U.S. attorney that's supposed to be able to prosecute Hunter Biden, has told him directly in a meeting with six other people, witnesses, folks, that he is not the decision-making authority on charges uh, in the Hunter Biden case. And that is just despicable because, you know, there's a guy named Merrick Garland, who's the attorney general of the United States, that has publicly said several times, including under oath in front of Congress, uh, that that decision-making authority is all in Mr. Weiss's court, uh, that the DOJ attorney general holds no, uh, no reins of power to restrict his actions uh, in this criminal case with Hunter Biden. But you know, Hunter Biden has already got a deal. He's not even going to be charged with a felony for the felony gun charge. That's in writing. Relied on the form when he bought the gun, and then, it, and then he, the, the gun got thrown in a trash can, so it was irresponsibly disposed of in, with intent, willful intent. It's crazy, folks. Uh, let's see if we've got uh, Chad on yet. Chad, you with me now? No, he's still having technical difficulties. I'm, I'm, I'm troubleshooting them now, Colonel. We apologize for this. 
Uh, Roger that. Uh, well, it looks like we still uh, haven't got Caton uh, in, but let's see what else is going on here with this whistleblower. So Shapley has said, I was in a room with six witnesses. Mr. Weiss said he's not the decision-making authority. Merrick Garland has said, yes, he is the, mission, uh, the deciding authority. We know that the plea deal that we got doesn't even charge with a felony from a federal prosecutor. Doesn't even charge with a felony. There's no charges about sex trafficking, child sex trafficking, which are all on Hunter Biden's laptop. There's actually no charges from the laptop, uh, which is full of crimes, drug use, drug trafficking, I'm sure because a lot of those videos of him smoking crack were in foreign countries. Prostitution, all of those things, moving prostitutes across state lines and in international boundaries. None of that is charged, none of it. Let's see clip 3A, Disco. Well, breaking another whistleblower is sounding the alarm in the Hunter Biden tax probe, claiming U.S. Attorney David Weiss was not making decisions and was not really in charge. That validates what we have already heard from Gary Shapley, the whistleblower who has gone public. David Spunt is live at the Justice Department with the latest. David, what do we know about this second whistleblower? Trace, not much. We just know his name is Mr. X. Of course, it's not his real name, but he wants to be anonymous. He told congressional staff last month he became emotional after seeing the way that this probe was handled from the beginning. Mr. X worked under the more publicized whistleblower Gary Shapley, and a letter released last week mixed Mr. X says it was clear to him that Trump-appointed U.S. Attorney David Weiss was not running the probe. Quote, he had to follow the normal process. He had to go to Washington, D.C., the U.S. Attorney's Office, them saying no. So he really wasn't in charge. He had to follow the process, end quote. But just three weeks ago, Trace Weiss wrote and signed a letter addressed to House Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan. We obtained a copy. It reads in part, I want to make clear that, as the attorney general has stated, I have been granted ultimate authority over this matter, including responsibility for deciding where, when, and whether to file charges. Now, given the discrepancy between what Weiss allegedly said in the meeting and what he wrote in the letter, House Republicans want to hear from him and others in his office under oath. We want to talk to David Weiss, the U.S. attorney. We want to get the answers, and the way you do that is to talk to these attorneys who handled this case. Attorney General Merrick Garland has denied blocking Weiss from investigating. The story continues on Capitol Hill and in the courts. Trace. Back to you as the news warrants. David Spunt, live for us in D.C. David, thank you. All right, Trace, thank you. Okay, so now we've got Mr. X, a second whistleblower that backs up Mr. Shapley's whistleblowing facts. And now Mr. Weiss, in writing, is denying that he doesn't have ultimate authority and that he's the one that made this decision to do this weak plea deal. All right, Chad Caton, I think we got you now. Man, yes, this sir. has got to really piss you off to hear stuff like this from your government. You know what, Colonel, first off, I don't know if it was my side or their side, but I apologize for the lateness. But, uh, yeah, you know, this is one of those things where I just continue to look at my government and go, <clears throat> are we tyrannical yet? <laughs> because at the end of the day, that's where I'm at. I mean, we keep throwing things at this, thinking that something's going to change. And ultimately, we it seems that we, in fact, and I can't believe I'm saying it in the United States of America, but have a tyrannical government. 
Yeah, man. I mean, it's uh, it's puzzling uh, when you, because they know we know they're lying. <laughs> they know they know that they know they're lying. Uh, I mean, I keep going back to this statement that came from a Soviet uh, uh, political prisoner. Uh, you know, uh, they know they're lying. They know we know they're lying. Uh, they don't care that we know they're lying. <laughs> they're just keeping on lying, hope in the hopes that that uh, I think that the population will just forget about what's going on. But you know, the founders created this government uh, and the and and created the country uh, uh, based on one thing that we have uh, ver- what they called uh, I think John Adams said it a lot virtuous people. And that doesn't mean perfect people like goody two shoes type virtuous. It means like people that can read and write, do math, uh, even if they don't have a formal education, they have an under- a basic understanding of right and wrong, and they can see and call out when they see wrong in a government that's established for them to protect their rights, their liberty is the word that the founders used. That's its mm-hmm. sole purpose. As I've said many times, and I don't give a damn if it's the Department of Defense or uh, the Department of whatever, commerce, it's there to protect our liberty. Uh, that's all its purpose is, and it's no longer doing that. This is an attack. This DOD, These whistleblowers from the IRS are revealing an attack by the Department of Justice on the justice system. Forget about whether it's Hunter Biden. Say it's Rob Manus that did these things, and they have these facts, okay? Uh, Now, do you think that I would get a sweetheart plea deal like a good old Hunter there uh, and get the plea to nothing, basically? (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that that would happen if it was Rob Manus? No, I don't think so. Well, you are a fellow, and you you are a colonel, and uh, you know I know how you officers all took care of one another. So I don't know that the nepotism wouldn't reach down to you. But it's safe to say, as an American, more than likely you being a patriot and all, more than likely they would bury you underneath the prison. There's no way around it. Me, I would get drawn, quartered, and boiled before they put me under the prison. But you, I think they would at least let you wear a nice uniform. Now, I, I think it would go the way of old Sir Thomas More, where the king kept him in prison and kept him in prison. They finally, they kept bringing him in and asking him and asking him and asking him. And he finally said, no, I will not violate uh, my belief in God for you. You are wrong. I will say you're wrong and I will not do it. And then they cut his head off. Uh, so I think the same thing would happen to me. It would just be a longer journey. For, for me to the gallows. You probably give them facts and whatnot. I'd just be swinging. <laughs> <laughs> you know that. I mean, I wore my CB shirt so everybody knows where I'm coming from so they don't try to put me on your uh, on your level. I mean, you got books. I don't even have a book in this house. I mean, look at here. All right, man, we got you in, but we got to take a break and pay some bills right. here. So uh, when we come back, uh, one of my favorite senators will have a, a real cl- uh, good clip here about the liars. We'll be right back on The Rob Mana Show. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow, towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with the nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. 
What a concept. I really love the towels. They're really great. They're super absorbent. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know we're having the biggest clearance sale ever. Get our six-piece towel sets for only $29.88 with your promo code. My towel sets are made with proprietary technology and include two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get our six-piece towel sets. Originally $99.98, then on sale for $49.98. Now we're closing them out for only $29.88 while supplies last. Once they're gone, they're gone, so please order now. We have whistleblowers who have come forward. Uh, Attorney General Garland, we haven't heard from FBI Director Ray, but Attorney General Garland says they're lying. Somebody's lying. Chris Ray's Either coming the into the Senate. Or the Attorney General. Chris Ray is and, coming and in. And we need to. Well, then we need to hear from, from the FBI director, and right. they need to produce the documents, come testify under oath, and to the extent that they're willing, the, the whistleblowers need to come. The American people need an answer. Yeah. Welcome back to the Rob Manus Show. It's Whistleblower Wednesday, and we are calling out the WEF's secret uh, uh, cyber attack, unplugging us from the Internet. Uh, plan uh, and and calling out the Department of Justice for its corruption and its insistence on destroying the legal system in the United States of America. The legal system, folks, is the thing that makes us the free country uh, that we are and its ability to be equally applied to all citizens. We fought a civil war to get equality before the law put in the Constitution as an amendment. Killed 600 plus thousand Americans, but when you put it all together on both sides in order to do that, and these people are destroying it without firing a shot. We've got U.S. Navy veteran and CB, Chad Caton, host of I'm Fired Up here on the Red Voice Media Network here to uh, talk about this. Uh, uh, Senator Kennedy, I mean, I ran against him in 2016 when he got elected, uh, uh, you know, it doesn't bother me that I lost to him like it does that I lost to the commie Bill Cassidy that voted to, to convict the president of the United States uh, uh, the last time. But, uh, you know, uh, he, he, he's got the one-liners down. We call him Mr. Haney down here in the Deep South because he knows what he's – he knows somebody's lying. Oh, for sure. He is quick on his feet for an old fella, ain't he? He's the wily, he's he's the wily, uh, uh, the the wily raccoon over there in the in the Senate. I tell you, I look for anything Kennedy puts up pretty quickly. Uh, I like to think that I'm as quick, but damn, if he don't do it as an older statesman in a much better way, people just get mad when I do it. Everybody laughs at Kennedy, so I, I got to give him credit, yeah. man. Yeah, but he's got a way of putting that. You know, well, somebody's lying. Because not everybody can be telling the truth. Uh, and it's time for the government to step up and show that uh, uh, what the truth is, don't you think? 
Well, Colonel, you know, it's I, I'm kind of at the point now where, again, what time is it? <clears throat> because, frankly, I'm sick of getting all of these uh, uh, these little quips that we, you and I play on our shows. And it's constantly sitting there watching these senators and these Republican uh, congressmen like uh, uh, Jim Jordan and, and the rest. They're constantly catching these people. They're constantly putting it out there as to the, pr the, the proof of their pudding and the, and the mistakes that they're making that we all know. But then they walk out. They go down to K Street. They get themselves a tomahawk ribeye and about a $14 bourbon and they laugh at us. That's what's driving me nuts is that we continue to get more and more proof of, of this tyranny and of this two uh, forms of uh, two tiers of justice. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. But here they go. They walk outside in their, and they get in their car. They go down to K Street and get themselves a steak. It just really irritates me. Just like you and I said, I would be drawn and quartered and you would uh, be put underneath the prison along with me. That's where we're at right now. That's why we have to learn the game. We have to play it better, and we need to take this thing over. Yeah, I mean, Chad, I hear from people all the time, even even during the show, that uh, you know, asking the question, "What can we do? What can we do?" Uh, and uh, uh, you know, I always tell them, "Get involved. You got to get involved. You can't be a. You can't sit on the bench anymore. There really is no bench to sit on when it comes to this." Yeah, you know, every player on the team can get on this field. Uh, you know, there is no no bench. Uh, we just need to get in the game. Uh, and the only thing stopping us from getting in the game usually is ourselves and our own willpower to do it. Uh, right? Fear and opportunity has gotten in the way of a lot of good people doing a lot of good things. And the idea of fear and opportunity, the opportunity is here, ladies and gentlemen. But the, I'm going to take it a little bit further, if you'll allow me, Colonel. We need to get involved, and we absolutely do. But that the, the generic concept of putting memes up every day in the morning while you're drinking your coffee, expo exploiting these people, isn't cutting it anymore. Colonel Rob Manus is a, is, is a part of his GOP. He went in there, and he's a, he's a figurehead. He has political clout. He has has political fear take over your party i'm so tired this is a two-party country whether you like it or not everybody else goes to convention taxpayers pay for primaries that's what we're talking about with republicans and the democrats get involved and be a a, a shot caller you want to get rid of the machines take over your party have your entire state vote out the machines that's what you do in your primary it's your primary this is the special sauce, people. Get involved in your, and I know reorg just happened, and we have all the usual uh, establishment hacks in there, like Rona and Drew McKissick from my state. He's a real peach right up there with Lindsay because it's like his, his son or something. It's weird. But this is yeah. where we're at, and you have to get in there and take over your precinct. And, and, if you're, and between now and 24, get 200 people, because I promise you there are probably not 200 people at that meeting. Get 200, 300 people and show up at that meeting. Make them do the right thing as Republicans, because they're counting on one thing, Colonel, and then I'll stop. Apathy breeds power. They don't want you involved. Get involved. Take over your party. Thank you. I would correct you there. Apathy protects power. Your apathy, your apathy, folks, is what's protecting the power of these people that control your party. And I don't. I, and I'm talking to both parties. You know, if there happens to be a Democrat watching this, and I know some people watch this that are going to vote for Bobby Kennedy Jr. Uh, mm -hmm. here in the 2024 election. Uh, same thing in your party. Apathy has protected power for people like the Obamas, the Clintons, 
all of them, even the Kennedys that are in power. Now, Bobby Kennedy's a populist candidate, so he's an outsider all of a sudden, and, and is hated by the left media as as Donald Trump is hated by the right uh, and the left media. <laughs> I think I think Trump's more. I think Trump's more hated by everybody than anybody else. I, there's no doubt in my mind. Now, I'm a CB, so we can get that hydraulic fix in your chair. But at the end of the day, thanks for doing that with me on here. I'm going to own that yeah. forever. Uh, no, well, that's the way this show is going. Uh, poor Disco, my producer, is having a tough day. Uh, and, uh, and uh, you know, stuff happens. And uh, my old chair here, my wife bought it for my birthday when I became a squadron commander, and I've been sitting in it ever since. And it's a little ratty at this point, but I'm not going to get rid of it. So you just got to expect it. Every once in a while, the latch is going to let go, and I'm going to be leaning back at the wrong place. That's the way live TV is, Chad. We got to do it that way, man. <laughs> I have a show at 6 o'clock every day where I don't even know what I'm going to see. It's terrible. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the roundup is Our at 6 o'clock, yeah. uh, and you don't have any clue what you're even going to see, let alone what you're going to say. You guys should really watch that. Uh, uh, but to get to get back to this, uh, uh, this issue, man, uh, when you have people like these January 6 prisoners— uh, right. Some of them have been uh, held in prison without trial for over two years now. Uh, yes, some, uh, uh, you know, the guy like uh, Jacob Chansley, the the shaman guy, the Buffalo Hats guy. He's he's very famous. He was given almost four years in prison for nothing. After we watched the video, it, it proved it. He was being escorted by the cops. For God's sake, uh, you yeah. know, when we see that. And then we see this, something is going to give, something is going to give. Now we know in our Declaration of, uh, of Independence, it, since July 4th is coming up, it says that one of the reasons that we left England was we needed to break uh, the ties that bound us politically uh, to them because of the egregious actions of the king uh, and, and his government in the, in the colonies stopped doing its function, which was to protect the citizens' liberties. You know, I mean, that's, that's, a, good, that's a good word. Uh, that's the word to use. Uh, so they, had, they said, we then know that we have a right to abolish any government that no longer fulfills its primary purpose. I'm paraphrasing it, but that's essentially uh, uh, the core idea uh, of the departure from uh, the English government uh, by the colonies. You know, now, now look, I don't want to destroy what's good about the United States government. Uh, I don't want to abolish uh, what's good about the United States government. I don't think we have to go that far, to be honest with you. But we have to go far enough to where we abolish these instruments that are being used, and they're all rogue right now, all of them. We have to be able to abolish the pieces of them that have enabled them to act the way they are and behave the way they are. Or we have to abolish the entire government and reinstitute another one that fulfills its primary purpose, which is to protect your liberty and mine and our families and our grandkids, the future Americans and all that. Uh, because you have no prosperity without that. You have no national security without that. You have no secure borders without that. You have no, you have no uh, religious freedom without that. You have no freedom to think the way, you ever, whatever way you want, even if it's what somebody calls hate speech. 
mm-hmm. know, I had Jeff Dornick on the show yesterday talking about pickaxe, and, and uh, we've got to we've got to get people back to realizing that the freedom of thought and speech is is sacrosanct. The reason right. it's in the First Amendment, it's the same thing with the press. You know what the worst uh, part of the rogue government is? Is the so-called press that, s- that calls out the freedom of the press and its support for it, but then works for the government of the United States to censor a person like you. Propaganda arm, yes, sir. Yeah, exactly right. So, you know, we've got to figure out, and again, uh, it gets down to, like you said, people getting off the bench, get in the game, Wherever you're at, get in the game. It's a two-party system. Look, I left the Republican Party for a short period of time once myself, but I came back to it, when I, uh, uh, A, when it was time, uh, but B, it was a natural thing to do because uh, the Republican Party is the only one that, at least on paper, still says it believes in the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution of the United States and sometimes acts that way. The other one won't say it and doesn't act that way. They, they the believe one, and support something that I don't know what it is. Well, they've gone completely off the Richter scale. They don't care anymore because they're in charge of everything. That's why Garrett Mar- uh, Merrick Garland uh, laughs at us. That's why the rest of them continue to do their stuff and, and continue uh, to walk around laughing because they know that we can't do anything about it. Now, can somebody call them on that? We don't know who's being threatened there in Washington, but I do know one thing that is true, and it's very simple, and you are an inside baseball guy, and that's why you have a fellowship. Me, I'm just a dumb CB. At the end of the day, I want it filtered to its minutia, and that's where we're at right now. We either go one way, which is really, really, really not going to be much fun because nobody wants any type of unrest, but or we go the other way. And that is that we all get on the same page. We realize where this all begins and we stop it there. That's within your parties. That's with political fear, because what we're talking about right now is the political fear they're putting on the American people. And essentially, we need to turn those tables. It's going to take a whole lot of uh, intestinal fortitude. It's going to take a lot of bravery it's going to take a lot of patriot type stuff but at the end of the day colonel you can never change washington if you do not change main street facts oh you're oh you're absolutely right you know steve bannon said uh right after trump was elected uh, at the very first cpac after that he said don't you don't you ever think that the establishment or whatever you want to call the power brokers in washington dc aren't going to fight like hell to take this government back, and they did, and they continue to do that. Uh, but we, the people, we can beat them uh, if we do what we say we will do, and we follow what the founders gave us. We've got to pay some more bills, Chad. We'll be right back with a couple of senator, a couple of more senators, uh, and uh, see what they've got to say about all this craziness.
looking for a great gift for lovers of freedom? We have you covered with this 2024 edition Trump for President coin. Show your support with this limited edition coin, normally $29.99. But for a limited time, you can get yours for just $19.99 plus free shipping. This is a great collector's coin for fans of President Trump and those that want to show their support for our great president. Each coin is made in the USA, is an authentic U.S. JFK half dollar, and showcased in an acrylic coin capsule. Collectibles like this only increase in value, often to hundreds of dollars per coin. So get yours now for $19.99 plus free shipping at TrumpCoinSavings.com. Again, that's TrumpCoinSavings.com to secure this limited offer. This message to Henry Zhao that, that's getting a lot of the focus because it's it's just so overt and it's it's so clear and it's so obvious. Uh, Hunter says he's sitting with his dad at their home in Delaware. This is the night of July 30, 2017. I'm wondering if there's any way to determine through Secret Service whether Joe was indeed at his home that night where Hunter was living, staying in the guest house. Was, was Joe there at the home? Is there any way to verify that? Because I think that would go a long way. Well, I believe the investigators requested GPS coordinates for the phones to place him in that position, and he, they were denied being able to get that, as they were being denied and, you know, all, everything else that uh, higher-ups in the Department of Justice did to obstruct their investigation. I have heard news media reports that there are photos of Joe and Hunter Biden at that residence on that day. So, I, you know, I think, well, yes, th there's definitely a way of proving that. But unfortunately, Department of Justice uh, obstructed the investigation. And I, let me just say this as well. I'm not a judge. I'm not a lawyer. I don't see how a judge uh, ruling on this sweetheart plea agreement can, can bless it now that all this corruption of the Department of Justice and corruption of the investigation is becoming known now. That's Senator Ron Johnson from Wisconsin, man. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, you all should— uh post on your social media and tag the state of Wisconsin and its voters for electing that guy. He is a stud. Uh, the dude is a stud. I'm Rob Manis. Welcome back to the show uh, here on Red Voice Media Network. Uh, and we're live here uh, every Monday through Thursday, 3 p.m. Eastern to 4 p.m. Eastern. Today we're talking with a fellow host of I'm Fired Up here at RBM Network, Chad Caton, U.S. Navy CB. Uh, mm -hmm. And he knows this. I, I live just a you know, a few streets over from the Atlantic Fleet CB base. <laughs> so, of Port Mississippi. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, and uh, and we love it. We're so was, glad we're here. I was a Hollywood CB, so I was out there in uh, Ventura, California, Oxnard. So, uh, yeah, them go yeah. for it. My, my oldest son was a Hollywood sailor, too. He was out there in, uh, <laughs> uh, in the Miramar kind of area, always uh, playing on the beach and stuff and having a good tan. Uh, hey, uh, so that moved our discussion from the IRS whistleblowers to, uh, to oh, now we've got this WhatsApp thread, and Hunter has proven his dad, once again, the biggest ass liar in the United States of America that's walking around. Uh, 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 I've never, I don't have any conversations about my son's business dealings uh, by 
telling the world. And, and the, the message is to a Chinese communist leader, by the way. That's right. A leader of the Chinese Communist Party and the, the People's Republic of China. Uh, you know, so I, I, that, I that means they're obstructing an ob investigation of yes. President Joe Biden, which is a much b bigger and much more serious deal than even the two-tier justice system that their boy Hunter is getting off, so to speak. Uh, I don't mean that in a joking way or, or another nothing. way. Don't even go there. Uh, you know, so this is much more serious, much more serious. <laughs> No, sir, it is, and, and and here's the thing. I just have a feeling, and and, and I, I, you know me, I pull, don't pull punches. So I think if Bo was around, I think he'd whip his brother's ass. There is no way around it. You can make the family look any dumber based off of what you used to do, be it smoking the Parmesan and and, and rolling with hookers. The, the, at the end of the day, this is where we're at, and the, we have a father who's trying to be there for his son, which you, I have to give him props for, and at the end of the day, you back your kid, but you also have to be a father by saying, you cannot take down everything that I have built in this family because of your actions. Now, I'm saying that as it's coming out that Joe Biden is, in fact, nefarious, along with apparently the rest of the damn family and what they've done to this country. It's treasonous. It's disgusting. And the fact that somebody just doesn't take over the complete DOJ right now because everybody is investigatable, I don't understand why. Maybe there's, uh, I don't know what uh, hand, break glass, pull handle they have to use, but somebody needs to take over the DOJ right now and investigations need to be launched. But they're just going to keep obstructing and we're all going to sit here and bitch as long as we can on uh, these shows and, and on the internets. That's just what happens. Well, you know, there's one entity that has the power to uh, stop the DOJ and it's the entity that created it and that's the United States Congress. They have the power. The Republican Party has the power of the purse in the House of Representatives. That's where those types of bills originate from. That's right. So they have the power to make their life hard and, unless they change and start doing the right thing again. Uh, and if we can get the other House of Congress, we'll have the power to stop it completely. Uh, so we're not, we the people are not totally powerless, but the Republican leadership has not done the thing. They're not, they're talking, they're getting on TV, they're hot, people are now aware, you know, uh, and that, those are all not bad things. Uh, but it's the step to action, the step to results. Uh, that that's what we're paying them 175,000 freaking dollars a year for, Chad. That's a lot of money. That's more money than I've ever made in a year as a salary goes. Uh, you know, uh, so it's above average, and they're not taking the action step. They're doing all the things right up to it, and then not taking the action step. Uh, and uh, that that is. The American people at some point are really going to get pissed off, and I fear the crazies that will take advantage of that, like they have taken advantage of stuff uh, throughout the last few years, you know, the BLM riots. I mean, that was the crazies taking advantage of that, and, and they're not crazy as in dumb. They're crazy as in Marxist, those guys are, and there's crazies on, on across the spectrum, so uh, that's what allows people to be able to take advantage of this and get the the movement of the masses to go to their objective if the government representatives of ours don't take the action step we are tired of the 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 uh, the show without the action
don't you think? Oh, sure, no go. You know that's not a good thing to have. And here's the, here's here's something else. I, in my belief, we are going towards critical fail. And I'm afraid yeah. this country's not going to wake up and realize it because right now somebody's on their way to hot yoga. They don't give a flip about any of this. And until this becomes part of the American lexicon and we the people have to stand up and realize that everything is going into the crapper, then that's when critical fail happens. Critical fail means we possibly could be losing our electric grid. We could have even bigger issues. Gosh knows we could be bombed. Who knows? Critical fail is on its way. And unfortunately, if people don't get off of their proverbial couch and get involved and get out there and start making some noise, we in fact will find that critical fail. And no matter what, yes, we might bring back the republic, but it will never be in the vision that we've had it for the last 252 years. It'll be lost. You're absolutely right, Chad. And uh, here's what Senator Ted Cruz tells folks. Here's where we're at right here. And you pretty much nailed it. Let's let a former Supreme Court uh, justice's clerk uh, and uh, Texas uh, uh, solicitor uh, tell it like it is on where we're at with Garland and the DOJ. Play clip for a minute and, and 30 seconds. And we've seen, and in fact, the House has put, put FBI whistleblowers forward who have had their whole careers destroyed, that, that these guys— Merrick Garland and the Biden Justice Department have behaved like vicious partisans. If you cross them, they will crush you. They will destroy your career. They will destroy your livelihood. They've done it over and over again. And, and, and I want to walk through some of the specific allegations these whistleblowers have put forward because yeah. they're incredibly damning. Number one, they have alleged the Justice Department not once but twice prevented U.S. Attorney David Weiss from bringing stronger charges against Hunter Biden. Now, let's be clear. If that is correct, Merrick Garland committed perjury twice. Wow. So that's what they've alleged. The Justice Department prevented the U.S. attorney from bringing stronger charges twice against Hunter Biden. That is directly contrary to what Merrick Garland testified under oath. Number two, Merrick Garland refused to name a special counsel in the tax investigation. Number three, the IRS recommended charges against Hunter Biden that were not approved by Merrick Garland. So it wasn't just the U.S. Attorney's Office in Delaware saying, we want to bring stronger charges. It was the IRS saying, we want to bring stronger charges. And again, Merrick Garland, the Department of Justice, said, no, you can't. Number four, and this is a really damning one, the investigation forewarned Hunter Biden of future searches for materials that could be used as evidence. So understand this. They're executing search warrants. They're There's the facts right there. There are the facts right there. Merrick Garland has committed perjury uh, according to those facts. It's unbelievable. Uh, you know, thank God he, he wasn't ever confirmed as a Supreme Court justice because he'd be on the court today. Amen. You know? Uh, that's the one thing that I ever publicly thank Mitch McConnell for these days, uh, is keeping that from happening. <laughs> you well, know. I'll let you, because he's done too many all shits for me to give a day, because he's had one out of boy in all shits. I've had a You're right, man. have a thousand, but you know, all it takes is that one, and he's had it for me. That's Turtle right. boy. That's but right. This, but that's where, where that's where we're at, Chad. I'll give you the last 30 seconds here. <laughs> give him your best pitch, not about what you're pissed off about, but to get people to off the bench. 
Iraq. Ladies and gentlemen, this is one time in our country where we do not get to sit around and hope that the coach puts us in. The coach is asking all of you to get off that bench right now and be a patriot. Don't put a sticker on your car or wear a cool shirt saying that you're a patriot. It's there's one of my favorite memes in the world is saying everybody wants to be a, a patriot till it's time to do patriot shit. At the end of the day, if you are not involved in your civil du civic duties, be it in your town council, your <coughs> school board, your county council, what have you, even sitting in county council, looking at them and letting them know that you're there, you are not doing enough. Don't sit there and come on the internet and talk to me about how you're a patriot. With the tree of liberty has always been watered with the blood of patriots. And it, I hope we had, don't have to use the blood of patriots, but let's use some sweat equity by all of you getting up and getting involved. Join your GOP today. Take it over if you don't like it and fight like hell. We only got one shot at this. Thank you, Colonel. That, that's Chad Caton from I'm Fired Up, folks, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining me, Chad. Uh, we appreciate your input because you have the right voice, my friend. All right, You're tomorrow right. is Truth Thursday. There's a lot going on in Montana. And we're going to talk to a Montanan about it that I've known for a very, very long time and who is a great American patriot about the truth and how it impacts all of America. Over to Drew Berquist, and this is my show. I'm Rob Manus, Red Voice Media Network.